Welcome back to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have Chris Vallotton on the show, and he's actually talking about one of my very favorite topics, because for a while in my life, I did not see myself as God sees me, and I still have issues with that, but for the most part, I really feel like God has transformed my life to the point where I really love who he's made me to be. For a long time, I wasn't sure, you know, about who I was. I wasn't sure where I was going. I wasn't sure if I was good enough. And I've come to the place in my life where I love who God made God has made me to be, whether or not you love who God has made me to be or whether or not anybody else loves me. And I'm not saying that I don't want somebody to love me or I don't want approval from other people, but I've come to a place where I know without a doubt without a doubt, that God is for me and that he loves me more than I could ever imagine. And knowing that, really truly knowing it, not just head knowledge knowing it, but heart knowledge knowing it, gives me a place in my life to where I can walk confidently in who I am in Christ. No matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing, I know that I live from a place of love. And Chris is talking to us today about just that, about how if we walk in a place of, well, I don't like myself, then people will read that and they will basically not like you as well. It's actually a really great message. It's kind of short, but a lot of power in it. Here's Chris. Have you ever been around a person that you meet for 20 seconds and you just like them? Like you like them. You're just like, I don't know. I just think I could be their friend forever. And you immediately trust them like they could sell you anything. (laughs) Have you ever been around people like that? Have you ever been around people who you met for 20 seconds and they didn't say a thing, but you didn't like them? (laughs) I mean, they could look good on the outside. They could be a beautiful looking person, but you meet them. And for whatever reason, you want to not, you, you don't want them in your life. Like you find your inner man rejecting them. You know why that is? Because the first man loved himself, and because he loves himself, or she loves herself, you think in yourself, like below the conscious level, you think there must be something good about this person because of the way they behave towards themselves. They might be overweight, they might not be beautiful. Have you ever met someone who doesn't have the outside trappings of a beautiful person, but they love themselves? And you're like, there's something attractive about a person who actually is fully alive, like we saw yesterday, that that young girl singing. There's something about when you come to grips with you. Listen, listen, you're not perfect. It's okay. It's okay that you're not perfect. Just be okay with who you are. Well, I'm too fat. So just be a happy fat person. (laughs) It's worked for me. I'm too skinny. Just, just listen, stop telling yourself that you're not enough. Okay, the person sitting next to you who, who you think's amazing also has things that they don't like about themselves. I don't like my nose. I don't like my hair. I don't like my butt. There's always something I don't like. It's just get over yourself. 
I am trying. <laughs> but you teach people how to treat you by the way you treat you. If you don't treat yourself well, if your inner world doesn't, if you don't believe in yourself and your inner world, you will send that message to people. There is a message that there is an unspoken message. I mean, you can stand straight. It's not, it's not face, it's not just facial expression, it's not words. There is something that emanates from you that says, I'm lovely, I'm beautiful, you would like me if you got to know me, or listen, you don't want to know me. There's something wrong with me. I'm broken. There's 40 reasons why you shouldn't like me. You don't have to even say it. You are carrying it around with you. There's something about learning to love ourselves. I remember uh, my grandkids again. I love to tell stories about my grandkids, especially when they were younger. I love grandkids so much better than kids. I would just have had grandkids if I could have. <laughs> I remember one day I, I walked in the front room and, and Elijah, I think Elijah was about six or seven, and his, his cousin Isaac was in the room. I told you about Elijah yesterday. And, and as I walked in the room, Elijah said to Isaac, let's fight. And Isaac said, okay. And Elijah said, I'm Spider-Man. Hits him with the web. And Isaac said, I want to be Spider-Man. He says, you can't be Spider-Man, but you could be Superman. He said, all right, I'll be the Superman. And there they were, two superheroes, in the front room. All of a sudden, Riley walked in. Riley's four. Riley looks like a blonde Brillo pad. Like Cousin It. Like you have to move her hair to see where she's going. She walks in and she says, I want to play. I want to play. I want to be the Spider-Man. And Elijah, her older brother, goes, you cannot be Spider-Man. Just then I walk by, and she says, Papa, Papa. She's crying. I pick her up. What's wrong, Riley? She says, they're not sharing. They're not sharing. They're not sharing. I said, what's wrong? I want to be the Spider-Man. They wanted at me. I said, why don't you be Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman can whip Spider-Man any day. How many men are married? You understand this deep revelation. She said, all right, I'd be, the, I, I, I'd be the Wonder Woman. I let, him down, let her down the firm, and there they were, three superheroes. I walked out of that room, and I had this thought. Ain't no one asking to be the garbage man. It takes about 12 years of religion to convince you that being a loser is somehow spiritual. Because when you were little, you knew you were born to be amazing. Any child, I've been all over the world, Africa, in the, in, in the villages of Africa, in the orphanages of Africa. I remember I was in Africa a few years ago, and there was 500 kids in, a, in an orphanage that I helped to fund. And I was walking along, and the kids were surrounding us, Kathy and I, and, and a bunch of my, my own kids. And, and I was saying to the kids, what do you want to be? And, she, and the girl says, I want to be a judge. And, and, the, and the young man, young boy, he was probably 10, he said, I want to be a prophet. And someone else said, I want to be a preacher. And said, I, I want to be the mayor as we were walking along. And I'm like, even, even there in an orphanage where mom and dad are both dead, no one said, I want to be a drug addict. I think I'll be a loser. I'm simply saying that religion convinces us that somehow being a loser is somehow spiritual. You know, Jesus, Peter, and James 
and the Apostle Paul all use this statement in some form. If you humble yourself, you'll be exalted. Some of you are like, oh, I don't know that verse. If you humble yourself, you'll be exalted. James said, if you humble yourself, you'll be exalted at the proper time. How many understand that there's two sides of this coin? You humble yourself and you get exalted. Why is it that we can be humbled in church, but we can't be exalted? Like, isn't it weird that you can come to church and be humbled, but if you, if you get exalted, you're asked to leave? And I'm saying, what would happen if we created a culture where you can come in low and become amazing? Instead of, instead of famous people coming to church, that famous people come from the church. That when someone famous walks in the room, we don't like, oh, can I have a selfie with you? Oh, can you sign my, sign my lips? I'll never wash again. <laughs> we act like a bunch of freaking paupers because we don't realize that we are royal people. Well, that person's famous. How many know you're famous in heaven? The Father has written your name on the palms of his hands. You know, we are royalty. We are exactly who God has called us to be. We are his children. And as children of the king, that makes us royalty. And we need to go every day, day by day, live like we know that we're royalty and that we're important and that we have value. That was Chris Valatin, And you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Chris Valatin, the mind of Christ teaching moment. You can also find out more information at his website, which is Chris Valatin, which with a K. Dot com. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day today and that you just realize that you have the mind of Christ and that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. I encourage you to um, go over to iTunes if you haven't and give my podcast a rating and review. And please share this with your friends so that uh, they can also be encouraged every day. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. God bless.